at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. 7.45. Now, there's uh, the disease Alzheimer's is something that obviously impacts many, many people's lives. And it is a disease which looks at uh, the neurology of our brains or the neurosciences of our brains. I'm not even sure what exactly one calls it. There's been a lot of information coming out recently about a new Alzheimer's drug that has been approved by the FDA to try and give us some deeper insight into it. We've got Professor Emeritus Garish Modi, who is a neurologist on the line. He's the academic head of neurosciences in the School of Clinical Medicine at the University of the Witwatersrand, and he is currently in the UK. So we want to say, uh, Prof Modi, thanks so much for making the time, which I imagine is, uh, it's two hours behind, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. It's two hours behind. It's also dark, gloomy and raining. (laughs) And you're having good, hot South African sunshine. Yes. I want to tell you, I'm looking out the window of the sixth floor at the SABC and the sun, the sky is intensely blue. The sun is shining. I mean, obviously, Joe... Okay, kill me. Now you're killing me. Now you're killing me. (laughs) Well, you know, we got to, like, find something to smile about. we got to treat it, as <laughs> I said earlier, treat life Absolutely. with gusto. Dr. Prof. Modi, Alzheimer's. First of all, explain to us what Alzheimer's is. It's a connection of our neurons or the non-connection of our neurons, is it not? Or is it more complex? Yeah, so I, I think definitions are very important. And so when we define Alzheimer's, we have to say that Alzheimer's is what we would call an irreversible, keyword, irreversible, progressive, another keyword, brain disorder that affects individuals generally over the mid-60s. Can occur earlier, but usually the age of onset is around the mid-60s. And, and what it does is it damages uh, nerve cells. So it basically kills your neurons. Yeah. And in so doing, and because of the, the, the actual sites in the brain where it begins, in so doing, destroys what we would call memory and thinking skills and eventually leads to the inability to even carry out very, very simple tasks. What causes it? Unfortunately, we don't know yet. Mm. We do know many things about it, but uh, when you you think about it, most of the things that we do know about it have been known for a good couple of hundred years. Uh, We know what happens is brain cells die. We know there's accumulation in the brain of protein called amyloid, which seems to be doing all the damage. Yeah. We also know this accumulation of a protein called tau, T-A-U, which yeah. also contributes to all this damage and killing of, of neurons. Um, and we know what it does to people. We do know that, it, you see, sometimes people think Alzheimer's is, is, and dementia are the same. So I just wanted to clarify that dementia is basically the broad definition of what we would call acquired decline in intellectual capabilities. Alzheimer's is the commonest disease or or commonest type of dementing disease in in the world. 
So, Prof Modi, I, I read something. I mean, there's a bunch of things that I feel like I need to ask yeah. you here. I read something that said that when we talk about what you describe this amyloid protein, that it's that it's it was described as like almost like a plaque. Hmm. Is that correct? So that, that is correct. In fact, uh, Alois Alzheimer, the German neuropathologist who first did the histological sections and identified this, uh, showed that there are these little blobs. So the word plaque applies to any condition where you get little blobs of uh, protein accumulating in the brain. So, for yeah. example, people with multiple sclerosis have areas of inflammation, and we would call that plaques as well. So the, the word plaque just means something that looks like a blob. Yeah. My second question, and obviously this is just uh, from someone who just looks at it from the outside, how is it possible that we can send a man to the moon that we are talking about having people living on the moon within the next 20 years, 20 to 30 years, but we cannot figure out what is going on in our brain with Alzheimer's. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we're actually talking of going to Mars as well. I know. I was reading. I didn't even want to yeah. say that because it just felt like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So so this is, this is much more complicated. You know, it's almost like looking at the universe exactly. and you see the big universe but when you go down to the basics and trying to find out how life started that's the difficulty so it's similar when you look at the brain you see this big the structure we understand how we how the nerve cells are uh, a position, how they connect, how the synapses are important in terms of your ability to think, act, etc. Uh, those are the connections between neurons. And we, we know what parts work for what. We've even got these scans called functional MRI scans that can tell you when you're talking, what part will light up, when you're thinking, what part will light up, when you're happy, when you're sad. We know lots. I mean, the information on how the brain works is has exponentially increased in the last, yeah. say, 20, 30 years. But then you come to diseases, and so the mechanisms at the cellular level, at the level where the cell or the neuron functions, those are kind of difficult. And, you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. I think it's, it's all about, like, if you look at the recent developments in Alzheimer's, especially, you could ask me about this, especially yes. with the new drug, and especially with the new testing, it's going to transform how we look at our patients. Because sometimes when we see our patients and, and we look at them and, they, and you, you have to tell the family, listen, there's Alzheimer's here, uh, it's like you feel awful because you have nothing to offer them. Mm, yeah. And, and so, so now, for the first time, there is some little thing. It's not a. It may not be the answer, but it's the start. Yeah. So we are getting there. So I don't think we should all get depressed and think, "Oh, we're so clever as a human species, but we can't work out things." <laughs> I think there are many, many clever people out there yeah. that are working things out. We, we've got slowly. To... The pace. I, I mean, I'm sure we all agree the pace should be better, but uh, these are not simplistic things. Yeah, I sometimes feel like let's spend less time on trying to get to Mars and more time on trying to get into our brains. But that's... Absolutely. You, you, you're right, but you have to do both. Yeah.
It, um, it's, Prof, a need, it's a need of humans. Before we go on to that, the new drug that has been approved, um, we do have a question for you. Let's put it through to you. Yeah. Morning, Michelle. Joanne here in Cape Town. Uh, please ask the doctor. Um, I've heard that um, Alzheimer's or dementia is, is referred to as diabetes type 3. And please, can you comment on that? Thanks. Hmm. So diabetes, so yeah, some people say these things and and it's not, you know, you shouldn't really use such a word as diabetes type 3. So there, there are disturbances, changes, pathological changes in the brain, in Alzheimer's that give you the impression that some of these are due to uh, what we call vasculopathy or damage to blood vessels, which we see in diabetes in the brain. Also, little strokes occur in the brain, and we yeah. do see those in Alzheimer's. But that may be a different, uh, you know, uh, sort of kettle of fish. And I don't think one must muddle these things up like that. Okay. Prof, there is this new drug that has been approved. It's receiving a lot of coverage and a lot of debate as well. Tell us a little bit about it. Okay, so, so it's interesting because it's what we would call the, a biologic. So it's like an antibody. It's lecanemab. Yeah. So it's a monoclonal antibody. Monoclonal antibodies are immune treatments. So it's interesting because we've never thought of Alzheimer's as an immune disease. Yeah. We've always thought of Alzheimer's as a, as a progressive neurodegenerative disease. Yeah. And so... So, so this was very. This is a very interesting and unusual finding, that a biologic, that uh, you know, biologics are used in rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, all these autoimmune diseases, and so this biologic seemed to have slowed down the disease, and we know that the studies have now shown that they also reduce the amount of amyloid accumulation in the brain. Uh, so that's quite a significant finding. There's obviously a mechanism by which this is happening, probably an anti-inflammatory mechanism. Yeah. Um, and so, and there is an inflammatory component in the Alzheimer's, and this is why people talk of diabetes type three sometimes. And so, when you look at this whole process, um, it's the first time we've shown a positive uh, reaction in terms of slowing down the disease and reducing the number of plaques. Yeah. So, so that's the significance of it. So, it's definitely not a cure. Yeah. It's given as an infusion every two weeks. Um, very expensive at the moment. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so, 20 some odd thousand dollars. Um, so, yeah, but the main thing is it's also opened avenues of control doing further research Search. down this line. Yeah. You know, Prof, you mentioned earlier that um, Alzheimer's is irreversible, which makes yeah. me wonder, when you say that um, this new drug addresses um, it, the immunity of it, then there's an, uh, is there an assumption there? Let me not say there is an assumption. Is there an assumption there that, that in fact one could at some point make it a cure and that it is reversible. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's medicine. You must think that every disease can eventually be cured. 
Yeah. When I say irreversible, I'm talking of the current state. Yes, yeah. The current state of Alzheimer's is that we don't have a treatment that cures the disease. So even this drug may slow it down, down but not for a bit, but it doesn't uh, reverse the damage. Yeah. And, and what's interesting about the drug is that it's slowing it down by reducing the number of plaques. So it is influencing the pathology of the of the disease. Yeah. So that's significant. I think that's the excitement of the drug. Uh, not that, I, I mean, there are lots of critics and there's lots of side effects and people are saying, is it worth it, etc. Yeah. You know, those are ethical questions. But from a biological point, from a biology point of view, it's the first time we're seeing some drug that properly reduces the plaques, which means influences the brain pathology, which is significant. In closing, Prof Modi, um, you mentioned the cost, and we were looking at the cost and talking about it off-air earlier. It is extremely expensive. Is it a realistic <laughs> drug to uh, come into South Africa at some point? Is there a chance of a generic? Yeah. So let's just say $25,000. How much is that in rand terms? Well, it's almost half a million yards, rands. Half, yeah, exactly, half a million. Half a million rands every two weeks. So that's a million rands a month. I don't think the medical aids will pay. Discovery will go bankrupt no. if they have to pay for this. No, no. So realistically, I think we'll have to wait and see. And obviously, the company that's making the drug uh, will have a patent, and that will last a number of years. Yeah before you can, you can do all these generics. Yeah. But, you know, biologics are generally quite expensive. So if you look at it, 6.5 million Americans suffer from Alzheimer's. South Africa, we, we don't have stats, um, but it, it can't be anything less than half a million. Yeah. So as such, I think we should say that cost may be, be a pro prohibitive factor. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, I'm sure there'll be, if it really turns out to be a great